Welcome to the Resilient Living Podcast. I am your host, Terilyn Minifield, excited for another opportunity to talk about all things resilient. Well, things continue to change in our world. So many different things that are going on. Whether you're on the side of having some great success or in the middle of some challenges, resilience still remains to be one of the focuses in our life. Everything that we go through means something. Everything that we deal with means something. And your story matters. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that, you know, often doesn't get talked about. We're going to be talking about overcoming disappointment. Overcoming disappointment, it's such a big subject, but we don't spend very much time talking about how you overcome it. You see, disappointment comes in little things and it comes in big things. You can be disappointed by going to the store, wanting your favorite ice cream, and it's not there, and you're disappointed. Or you can be disappointed when you're believing God to change things in your life, and they don't change. That's disappointment. The way we handle our disappointment is going to be how we are able to overcome the burdens, the heaviness, the weight of our unhappiness with situations that don't turn out the way that we want them to. And more times than not, we have to practice overcoming disappointment because we don't have any other choice. I've been there many times. And if we don't overcome disappointment in the small things and in the big things, we can become bitter. There are so many people that are walking around with disappointment in their heart, in their lives, so sad and struggling to find happiness or really focus on what would make them happy or content with where they are. They carry along with them the feeling, the thought, or the experience of being disappointed, and they're unable to focus on the good that's around them, and the good that's available for them as they overcome disappointment. I've been one of those people at many times that I had my heart set on things and it didn't work out the way that I wanted it to work out. So I became disappointed. And the challenge with becoming disappointed is that if you don't get over it, you become Well, you just become unfocused and not clear as to where you're going. And the weight of being unfocused makes everything else a challenge. And it's almost as if things get a little darker around you because you can no longer see the light of all of what you were hoping for. You see, many of us are so disappointed and so sad and struggled in the experience of not achieving what it is that we want, that we don't know how to begin or expect things to turn out well. Now, I'm not saying every time or everything, something disappoints you, that you're stuck or lingering in that position of being disappointed. 
But I am telling you that it's a real situation and it's a real subject that we really need to spend a little bit of time on learning how to overcome disappointment so that we can have all of what we were designed to have and all of what we were believing for. Now, I've been very, very clear and candid with who I am as a believer. You know, I'm a Christian and my faith isn't designed on my own ability. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. And I believe in the hope and understanding that Jesus died for me. So because he died for me, I can have anything and everything that I want. Now, I don't have a different thought process, meaning that I don't want to take things from other people and my affection isn't on all the material things that I can gather. But those things can be a part of the things that I want if I, if I desire that. So being a Christian and having that faith does not make me an exception to not being disappointed. So let's talk about that a little bit. The best way for me to explain as a Christian being disappointed is to take a look at someone in the Bible, someone in the Bible that experienced disappointment, someone that was doing everything that God wanted them to do. And we're going to use the example of Elijah. You know, those of you that are familiar with the Bible understand the story of Elijah that he absolutely was in God's perfect will. He listened to God. He did what God wanted him to do. He followed God's instructions. And each place that he went to, God provided for him. So Elijah was a prophet. And his design, his makeup, his heart was that he wanted to do what God would have him to do. And so God gave him specific instructions. He gave him specific instructions to travel in a land. And when he traveled on the land, God told him that he would provide for him. And God did just that. He actually had birds come and feed him. So Elijah was no longer hungry. And then he told Elijah to go to a brook, you know, a brook connected to a river or an ocean in our thoughts, in our understanding. And Elijah went to that brook. And as he was there at the brook, the brook dried up. And then he told Elijah to go to a city where he would find a widowed woman. And this widowed woman, who was basically getting ready to die, feed her son, and then she was going to die, he had gave the woman instructions to feed Elijah and take care of Elijah. And the woman did just that. And the victory of her being obedient and feeding Elijah allowed her to no longer be disappointed in her own life because of the needs that she had. But more importantly, it allowed Elijah to see every step that he had taken with God where he was disappointed. He was no longer disappointed because of the obedience of what he had gone through in order to get all of what God wanted to do in that situation. Now, I'm keeping the story, you know, high level. 
there's more details that you could actually go into scripture and read it yourself where you get an understanding of all of the details surrounded. But I'm focusing in on Elijah and how he was. You see, he was doing everything that God told him to do. He was in God's perfect will. And as he was doing everything that he was told to do, each time that he went every place, he was actually disappointed. Disappointed because things were not turning out the way that he thought that they should. And in his willingness to obey and do what God said, it wasn't working out. So take us today in modern terms. Take me, for instance, believing that I'm doing what God would have me to do. There are different things that I've had in my life that, you know, I wanted or I was trying to achieve, and I have been disappointed. Elijah is a great example because if we allow things that disappoint us to settle in our heart, then we would continue to do what we wanted to do rather than do what God would want us to do. And as a Christian, as a believer, as a person of faith, you know that you believe beyond yourself. You believe beyond what you can understand and what you think. You believe what God says matters. So it's incredibly important for us to get to the place where we go beyond just believing and we get to trust. You know, we have to become dependent on what God does, says, has, no matter what. Over and above what we can think or believe, we have to get to the place where we get so good at obeying and doing what we believe God is saying, that we mix our faith with what the Word of God says and what we know inside of our heart makes all the difference. You have to guard your heart in the middle of anything that is disappointing. You can't allow disappointment to steal the vision that you have or to mess up your obedience, doing what God would have you to do. Now, I know all of these steps and the things that I just said, they seem like they're so big and, you know, I'm making it sound like it's so simple and so clear. Well, it isn't very simple and it isn't very clear, but yet it really is. You see, there are times in our life that there are situations that we're holding on in our heart that we want things to work out a certain way, that we want things to work out and we are believing that we are doing what God would have us to do. And in the middle of doing what God would have us to do, they don't work out. Many years ago, many years ago, when I was getting ready to go to college, there was certain universities that I wanted to go to. I actually absolutely was able to get into the university, but all of the money and the financing didn't work out. I was so disappointed. And that disappointment led me to wait to go to college. I didn't understand how I was going to be able to do it. I knew that I needed to go to college. I believe that this was something that God wanted me to do, but I had no idea of how to make it happen. 
And so here I am now, over, my goodness, 35 years later, completed the assignment that I know that God wanted me to do. But I was disappointed. I was disappointed in what the results were with what I was trying to do and didn't move forward to do what I knew I could do at that point in time. And that disappointment caused a delay in my education. It caused a delay in my career. And that disappointment could have cost me everything. But because I trusted and I believed in what God told me to do, I was able to pick up the vision of what I believed and apply it to my life today and allow the disappointment of what I wasn't able to do to turn into the motivation to do what I needed to do now. And that's just one situation for me. There were many times that I was disappointed in the people that were around me. People that I thought I could trust, people that I believed were in my corner to where they did what they did and the relationship that I thought we had, I was disappointed because they took a turn away from what I know to be true. Man, there's so much disappointment that could be around you. There's so much disappointment that wants to attract itself to you and become a distraction, a distraction from who you are, what you have, and what you're able to get and gain. This relationship as a Christian in this world sometimes can be hard, but it's so worth it when you know that you're doing what God would have you to do. And some of you out there are listening and going, yeah, she's talking about that God stuff again. And yeah, I'm talking about that God stuff again. Because when you have a relationship that's beyond what you know, and you have a relationship with the one that created you, you can't have any other relationship that would satisfy you to where you can depend and rely on someone other than yourself. And you can believe the word of God, the scriptures and prayer that makes a difference in everything that you are and all that what you're to become. And so as I talk about overcoming disappointment, a couple of key things I want you to remember and understand. The first thing is that God will never fail you. When you have a relationship with God, the one that creates you, you understand and know that it's not about you. Your focus isn't on everything that you want, but your focus is on being a reflection of who God is in your life and in your heart. When that focus is the right focus, you are protected. No matter what comes your way, you will be able to succeed. The second thing is when you guard your heart. Guarding your heart means that you don't allow the disappointment, the discouragement, the actions of others to take away from the purity that's inside of your heart. The real you, not the damaged you, not the one that has gone through all these things that you hold on to, you guard your heart and know and understand that God created you for a purpose. 
And that purpose means everything. And number three is always know and understand that the human part of you will make mistakes, has conditions that it will go through in order to adjust for you to become the perfect person that God intended you to be. The situations that we go through, all of the resilience that continues to build based on the knowledge that we know becomes wisdom. And you are able to live out the wisdom here on this earth for yourself and for others to witness the goodness of God. These are three key points that allow you to continue to move through situations and overcome anything that tries to come your way. I promise God is so good. And having a relationship with God is so much more than going to church, being a good person, and continuing to do what you think you should do. It's all about knowing that you have a God that's on your side and that he supplied his son to die for you so that you could have life abundantly here while we're on earth. So just know and understand that we all experience disappointments, but the disappointment doesn't have to be your tagline in life, that you've gone through this, you've gone through that, and because you've gone through those things, this is where you are, and you no longer have a vision or purpose of who you can be. Disappointment is something that can shape you and give you the wisdom and the resilience to overcome anything especially when you're in God's perfect will. Well, that's your Bible lesson for today, everybody. But it's a great reminder that you need to know and believe that the distractions of this life, the disappointments that try to attach to you, they don't belong to you, especially as you continue to walk out God's perfect will. That story of Elijah is in 1 Kings in the Old Testament. Take a read. Read it well. And know anything that you have gone through that's disappointing does not have to be your identity. You can identify with the successes that you have had. You can identify with the vision that God gave you. And he's given us all vision and purpose because he really is that good. Well, I hope that this has been something that reminds you of how good God is and how you can overcome anything that you've gone through. Do a simple thing. Make a list of the things that were disappointing to you. And then make a list of the things that were exciting and motivating you. The things that you were able to get your resilience developed so that you can give wisdom to yourself and wisdom to others. Because we can all overcome disappointment. It's just a matter of faith, time, and belief, and trust in the God that we serve. Can't tell you how much we appreciate you listening. And if this has been something that ministered to your heart, made you feel good, make sure you share it with someone else. Thanks for listening.